Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Marriage Mastery Podcast. Now, whether you're listening to the podcast or whether you're watching on YouTube, I'm glad you're here. I'm excited to share with you a short message um, that I think will be really beneficial to you in your marriage. Now, I'm, today I'm speaking mostly to the guys, but the women listening are, are definitely going to benefit. You're going to learn a bit about your husband um, and what makes your husband uh, click and, and how your husband is wired a little bit, but husbands, I think you're going to learn a lot about yourselves. Um, first, I want to start with the story. So this husband and wife were uh, off golfing together and the husband hit, hit a ball and it landed behind a barn. It, he missed the fairway, landed way off out of the way behind a barn. And he was real frustrated and and his wife said, oh, no problem. I'm just, I'll just open the door uh, on the barn on both sides so that there's an opening and you can just hit it right through the barn. I think you can still save par on this hole. Husband thought for a minute and said, okay, yeah, man, that, that might work. So she opened the door and as she's standing off to the side, he hits the ball and it hits the barn. He misses the hole and it, it hits the barn and bounces off and hits her in the head and kills her. So the husband is is depressed, just as depressed as can be. Didn't golf for for almost a year and um, just just heartbroken. And uh, finally, his friends convince him to to come golfing with him. And so they he he finally relents and thinks it's it'd probably be good to get out again. And so they're golfing at the same golf course and. Um, on the same hole, this guy hits hits the ball and slices it hard again, lands almost in the exact same spot as before. And he's just really frustrated and, and disappointed. And his friend said, Hey, don't don't worry. I can just open the open the doors to the barn and you can hit it through the barn and I bet you can still save par. And the guy said, Oh, no, I can't do that. No, that's not. And the guy said, Well, why not? I mean, this isn't too hard of a shot. I bet you can do this. Let me just open it. And he said, no, I can't do that. I said, well, why not? He said, well, last time about a year ago when I was golfing on this course had the same situation. And, and I, I, uh, my wife opened the doors, went, went to hit it, missed the shot. I ended up bogeying the hole. I just can't live through that again. So uh, that's obviously a joke. It's supposed to be a joke. The ladies probably won't find that very funny. Uh, some of the guys may not find it very funny either, and other guys may find it really funny. That's the favorite joke of my uh, father-in-law. He's a big golfer, and he just thinks that one's funny, so I've only heard that about 100 times. Um, anyway, it was a, it's a joke. It's not meant to it's, – it's just meant to be silly. Um I heard another story though, a husband and wife were fighting and they just were uh, really upset with each other. And finally the husband had just had it and just so frustrated. He said, I was a fool when I married you. And the wife said, yeah, I know, honey, I know. But at the time I was so in love and I didn't realize it. Anyway, um, husbands and wives we're funny. We, uh, 
we're wired differently. We're and differently, and sometimes that those differences are so frustrating. And uh, but also we're wired differently for a reason. God made us different. We're complementary. Today I want to talk a little bit about um, sex. And to you husbands out there, I want to talk to you about why you're not getting any or getting enough, why you're you're frustrated in your sex life in your marriage, and what you can do about it. So let me ask a few questions to start out with. Husbands, how often are you having sex? Now, actually, before I ask these questions, let me just let me just paraphr- or, uh, do a little disclaimer here. I'm actually talking to husbands and wives who are the higher desire partners. Most of the time, that's husbands. Studies show about 75% of the time, the husband is the higher desire partner in a sexual relationship, and about 25% of the time, uh, the wife is. So I'm talking to higher desire partners uh, in part, but, but I'm, gonna, I'm going to focus mostly on the husbands. So husbands, how often are you having sex with your wife? Is it once a day, once a week, uh, once a month? once or twice a year. Now, I've coached a lot of people. I know that there is a, a big, um, there's a wide variety of what that answer could be. But I'm, I'm going to guess if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, it's probably not once a day. And probably, maybe not even once a week. I don't know. Uh, I've coached many people who uh, they, they maybe have sex once or twice a year and they're miserable about it. So what is it for you? Is it how often? And when you do have sex, how fulfilling is it? Is it very passionate and full of life and full of love and admiration and desire for each other? Or is it just kind of going through the emotions? Is it just sort of um, just you know, doing your duty on your anniversary or now husbands that I'm talking to here, they're, you're probably not just, just doing your duty, but your wife might be. And maybe that's why the passion is, is missing. I, I, I would guess in my experience, that's the main reason why the passion is missing is because, um, you guys aren't, aren't fulfilling each other in other ways. Your wife is just going through the motions because, she is not being fulfilled. <clears throat> when your sex is sex life is struggling with your spouse, how does that make you feel? Do you find yourself? Um, do you find your confidence to be down? Do you feel slightly depressed or more anxious? Do you feel angry or frustrated, easily irritated? Do you feel undesirable? Does it make you? Um, question your ability to accomplish your goals? Does it make you feel lonely? Does it make you feel a desire to escape reality and, and, and go somewhere else? For many of you, does that lead you to look at pornography and to masturbate and to pull away from your spouse instead of pulling toward them? For some of you, does it make you pay attention to other women or other other people more do you find uh, comfort in in other people other things do you find yourself 
diving more into work to try to deal with the the hurt and the stress, the lack of connection. And so you, instead of facing the the situation and trying to deal with it, you you find you work more, or you you bury yourself in other things. Maybe you're coaching the kids sports and you're working and you're um, doing every other thing, watching sports, movies, whatever it is. And you're just really avoiding your spouse because it's too painful to be with your spouse and not be connected in that way and not have those emotional desires met. So what is it for you? How is this affecting your life? How is it affecting your relationship with your children? Are you frustrated and angry and and so you disappear, you, you bury yourself in work, and then you don't have time with your kids, or do you find yourself more irritable with your children? Has it led you to think about divorce? Wives that are listening, there's something that you need to understand about your husbands. Sex is not a physical experience only for a husband. In fact, it's almost completely emotional. Yes, there's some physical enjoyment. There's a physical aspect to it. Of course there is. But sex is such an emotional experience for men. In fact, it's one of the few ways that men really experience deep emotions. And for for women, it's not quite the same. We're designed differently. We experience it differently. Women connect on an emotional level in lots of different ways and with lots of different people. Men connect emotionally with their spouse through sex, almost completely. Now, there's other ways to connect, sure, but sex is the main way of connecting. For a man, sex is stress relief. For a man, sex is a a confirmation to him that he is enough. It is a confirmation to him that he is desirable. Sex is a way to um, let go of the stresses of the world and and open up emotionally to the, to his wife. Sex plays so many important roles. And when he is fulfilled sexually, he's a different person in a very good way. When he is not fulfilled sexually, he is, tends to be more irritable, more angry, more frustrated. Um, he closes off. He won't open emotionally. And the emotional connection that you as a wife desire to have with him is, is lost. You have, you hold the key, wives, to your man's heart. But that key is not for a man. It's not turned. That lock is not unlocked through um, talking. It's not, it's not unlocked through um, serving each other. For men, it's almost completely unlocked through physical, sexual connection. Now, wives, I don't expect you to just go uh, have a horrible relationship with your husband and, and want to have sex with him all the time. But I want you to understand that your, your husband's desire for sex, it's not just about getting a physical um, release or getting sort of a physical connection. It's not just a physical thing. It's very much an emotional thing. And it's even a spiritual thing for him. And so you need to understand that when he's desiring you sexually, it's, it's much more 
than you think it is, than most women think it is. Now, husbands, what you need to understand about your wife is that you need to become the type of person, the type of man that is desirable, that is um, that makes her want to be close to you and makes her want to admire you and makes um, you need to be such that such a type of man that she can't keep her hands off of you because that's the type of person that unlocks her heart and, and helps her to want to, Ooh, the sun just came out and got really bright. Um, that's the type of person that helps her become sexually open, sexually interested. Now, when you go from being gruff and irritable and all that stuff, and then, and then when you're laying in bed, you reach over and you touch her sexually, that's going to turn her off immediately because she's not just in, she doesn't get turned on through sexual touch like you do. She gets turned on through um, a husband who is kind and who puts her number one above everything else and who um, well, is willing to sacrifice his own desires for her good. Um, she's turned on by someone who is, now this is going to sound weird when I say this, but someone who is Christ-like. And by Christ-like, I'm, I'm talking about who is kind and loving and caring and who puts other people's needs um, first and, and desires to serve and help, especially his wife. But also a part of being Christ-like is someone who is confident and um, and who fights for what is right and is not, a, not afraid of conflict and is not afraid to, to stand up for the truth and stand up for what's right. She wants a man that's a man, not a pushover. And when she sees that in you, somebody who stands for the truth and fights for what's right and does good, but also at the same time, someone who is willing to sacrifice his own desires for the desires of his wife and for the good of his wife and his family, that's the type of man that she can admire and that she's going to want to be close to. And you become that type of person and she's naturally going to be drawn toward you. And when she sees you as that type of person and is drawn toward you, and gets close to you, sex is a natural extension of that closeness. Now, women aren't turned on through sexual touch, generally. They're turned on through non-sexual touch, non-sexual talking. They're turned on by people who are good, who are admirable people. When she admires you, excuse me, when she admires you and she uh, opens up to you about her emotions and you listen and you care and you take care of her and you study her and you meet her emotional desires without her even having to ask. She is going to want to be close to you. And when a woman, again, they're not turned on sexually through sexual touch initially. They're turned on through non-sexual touch, through being close, through, through uh, a non-sexual hugging kissing, um, massage, or through open communication and through vulnerability. Those are the types of things that help a woman feel safe, feel secure, and, and admire you and want to be close. When, when she gets that and she starts touching you non-sexually, the oxytocin starts coursing through the body and the sexual desire starts to grow and she's going to want to be sexual with you. When she feels safe and secure, then she can open up and be more vulnerable with you during sex. And that's where you start to really get the emotional connection. 
that's what creates the amazing sexual experiences that husband and wife can experience with each other. Oftentimes, sex is just a very superficial thing. You know, it might feel good physically, but there's not the deeper emotional connection. And that's because you're missing this component where you as a husband are very uh, admirable, desirable. She wants to be close to you. She feels safe with you so she can open up and be vulnerable with you. When she opens up and is vulnerable and with her emotions and you're vulnerable with your emotions, you can connect on a much deeper level and it's much more fulfilling. So husbands, the answer to your problems is not, I just need my wife to have sex with me and I'll be, I'll improve. No, the answer is you improve and she'll want to have sex with you. You work on how you can be a better person, a more Christ-like person, a more confident person, someone who stands for the truth and fights for what's right, someone who's willing to sacrifice your own personal desires for her good. You become that person and she's naturally going to be drawn to you and, and your sex life will improve. I've had clients who, like I mentioned, have gone months and sometimes years between um, good sexual experiences with their spouse. And when they start to implement these types of changes, the everything changes. And when a husband and wife start connecting sexually in, in vulnerable and very emotionally fulfilling ways, the entire relationship changes. God created sex with wisdom. I mean, he created it for our enjoyment, but also to bring us together. Um, oxytocin, I, I mentioned, is a hormone. That's a hormone that is released in both men and women that creates a deep bonding experience. And sex is one of the, one of the ways where, more, more, where the most oxytocin is released. And it really brings husband and wife together. So it's an important part of your relationship. Your relationship in the bedroom is a mirror of your relationship generally. So your sex life is a mirror of your relationship generally. And if your sex life is struggling in frequency and in fulfillment, that is a sign that the rest of your relationship is struggling and it's time to get help. I hope some of this is making sense. I hope that you, uh, you find this helpful. Um, I can tell you there's, there's a lot of different things that, um, that can strengthen a marriage or hurt a marriage. And sex is one of the most powerful ones. Now, if you are needing help in your sex life, um, it's not focusing on the sex on your sex life is not the answer. Uh, it's focusing on your your desi- your need for self improvement and those types of things. And that's what I do as a as a marriage coach. Um, I offer my help and my guidance on how you can things you can do to improve yourself. Uh, overcoming past mistakes and past past hurts, um, healing old wounds, uh, learning the the steps and the skills that you need to become the best person you can be for your spouse and for yourself. And when you do those things and you you change and start to transform on a personal level, so does your relationship. And I work with individuals and I work with couples. And so I want to tell you a little bit about a, a short presentation um, that I do. It, it usually ends up being around an hour long. It's called Five Steps to Saving Your Marriage. And if you look at the description, you can click the link and you can sign up for um, 
to watch this, to participate in this presentation. And I'll go through five steps that I use to help my clients turn their marriages around. Now, whether you're dealing with, uh, I mean, there's so many different challenges that people deal with that cause many of these marriage problems from, um, you know, it could be uh, financial struggles. It could be uh, infidelity or infertility, or um, maybe a, a husband struggles with pornography addictions. Maybe a wife struggles with other bad habits, excuse me, bad habits. Could be a, a wide variety of things. Whatever your thing is, I have found that these steps that I teach um, and, and the programs that I teach address all of those problems in significant in a very effective ways. And you don't need to struggle for, for months and years to get your marriage to improve. A lot of people um, that I talk to, that I coach, say that they've worked with therapists for years, sometimes years and years, spend thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars um, on therapy and their marriage doesn't improve. And we have much different results in, in our experience um, in, in my company. Anyway, if you want to participate in that training, just look in the description below. There's a link there. You can register for one of the time slots um, where I do this presentation and, uh, and learn what, what the next steps you can take to improve your marriage. Husbands and wives, you should be enjoying each other to the fullest together, sexually, non-sexually, um, in all aspects of your relationship. That's how God designed it. And if you're not experiencing that, it's time to make a change. It's time to start enjoying each other the way that God intended. It's not as hard as you think. You just need to take the right steps and you need the right accountability and the right help to, to make those steps happen. So anyway, participate in that, that program or that uh, presentation. And um, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast or to the YouTube channel um, so that you can get other um other information, other watch the other videos and, and uh, recordings that I do in the future. Alrighty. Well, hopefully you found this helpful. It was great sharing it with you and we'll see you on the next one.